I just got $637 each month from the government to pay my health insurance. It is unfreaking believable. I feel like I just won the lottery. I'm so excited. I went online to healthcare.gov, which is also the Affordable Care Act. Some people called it Obamacare. And the government is going to subsidize my health care, 637 bucks a month. What's that? Seven, eight grand a year? And even better, one of the plans has a really tiny little deductible for, um, for like $250 deductible. The other one, if I pay just $65 a month, there's no deductible. I was talking to some of my buddies and they said that they went online and they skipped their, their health plan from their employer and they got this great plan. That is happening across the nation, ladies and gentlemen. If you're an HR manager, owner of a business, CFO, or if you have employees, you need to listen up. What I just explained is absolutely the truth. I went online and I assumed I was an employee making a modest amount of money in Richmond, Virginia, and it's open enrollment. I did this back in December. I'm like, okay, I need January 1st effective. My employer just had their meeting. The plan that they were offering me was $150 per paycheck. I'm paid every other week, so let's just round it up. Easy math, 300 bucks a month. I'm like, dude, that's way too much. So what do I do? I go on there because my buddies told me I can get really good insurance for, for next to nothing. That is what's called a subsidy. And the reason I'm explaining this, and this is so important, is because when people, when their finances are, are tight, and especially with COVID, right? So many people, I don't care how much money you make or how little you make, People are stretched thin. They go on and they look. And I went on just like, hey, I want to see what happens. And I wanted to see how far it could go. And not acting like an insurance agent that, you know, totally understands how this all works. But just an average person. Because most people don't understand insurance. I went through it. And that's what they told me. And there's a video on YouTube right now on our Benefit Hackers channel. If you want to check it out, just go to YouTube and type Benefit Hackers. And there's a YouTube video. I I actually hold it up. I actually printed it. $637 a month. And it was based on me being a bogus employee. But that is what's happening. Why should you care? Some of you are like, I could care less. They could get their health insurance anywhere they want. True. You shouldn't really care. I mean, you could care, but that's not the point of this podcast. The reason you should care is because it could come back on you and or the employee in a compliance, in a regulatory fashion. So just hear me out. This is a very simple thing, and I want to explain how you how you plug the hole, but this is real and this is happening. So there's two things. Number one. If you provide, and, and I'm going to speak in general terms because I, you know, I know every state is not the same. There may be some things that are a little unique. So just listen for the general context of what I'm saying. If you provide group health insurance to employees, you are in most, in most times, you're paying a part of that, usually 50% of the employee-only rate, generally. In that case, if the employee goes on to healthcare.gov, 
they are not eligible to receive a subsidy as long as the employer is providing what's called, quote, affordable, unquote, coverage. There's a definition. It's a 9.78%, I think it is this year. Um, it's, a, it's a calculation you run, and, and as long as the employee cost is under that threshold, then it's deemed to be affordable. And so if you're in that boat, and that's the first test, that's a whole other podcast to make sure you meet the affordability guidelines because employers are still not getting this right. And that's a big red flag for your company. But assume it's affordable because you ran the calculation. They can't get a subsidy. If you're providing affordable health care, they cannot get a subsidy. But they are. They're applying for it. And the government will gladly do that. Just like I could have hit the button. And then I started getting letters in the mail. Where are you? Where are you? Sign up, sign up, sign up. I got like three or four letters. They will get the subsidy. And that will go on for a little bit until they file their taxes. And then because of the filing requirements that most employers have, the IRS will catch wind of it and be like, whoa, they have affordable coverage. We're going to come back and take the money. And they're going to come back a year from now and take it. They're going to ask for seven grand from me because they've given me seven grand money that I happen to use for health insurance. But they gave me the money and that was the cost because they paid it over to the insurance companies. Look, this is this. I'm not saying this happens in every company, but it's happening. I know it's happening. How? Because we provide benefit counseling to employees. We talk to them in all industries in many different states, in different income levels. And this is happening. And so there's two things I want you to take out of this podcast. One, be aware that this is an issue you need to address. But the first thing you need to do is make sure, in my opinion, make sure that every single benefit-eligible employee in your company opts in for the coverage or waives the medical coverage in some way that you can track. If it's a piece of paper and they sign it, make sure everyone signs it. If it's a spreadsheet, if it's a benefit administration system, whatever it is, if you use a vendor, make sure everyone don't don't go for the, oh, no, I'm on my spouse's plan, so I don't need to come to the meeting and and I'm waiving everything or I'm on the government plan. I'm waiving everything. You need to make sure they actually waive it. You want to have proof that you offered it and they said no. That's the first tip. Second tip is you want to make sure they understand the reasoning of waiving. And what I mean by this is you not only just want to get a piece of paper, but you also, if you can, and we do this when we use, when we provide benefit counseling at no cost to our employee, to our groups, we ask them if they're waiving coverage, what's the reason? And there's a little menu and it's either spouse coverage, individual coverage, I don't want coverage, healthcare.gov, Medicaid, Medicare, TRICARE, Whatever it is, when that employee says, "I'm gonna, you know, I have coverage on the exchange," we then explain to them this is the education piece. Just so you know, whatever's happened in the past, going forward, make sure you're not claiming that subsidy because it looks real appealing when you're going through the process and they say, "How much do you make?" and you type in forty-five thousand dollars a year, and how many people, and you type three. And they said, you are now eligible for $637 a month paid towards your insurance. So you want to make sure they understand the reason and you catch that. And that is why I highly suggest 
you use a service or people to help with the counseling and the record keeping to make sure that this doesn't come back and bite someone in the butt later on. Hope this is helpful. If you need anything, check us out. Benefit Hackers, PPG uh, Solutions, PPG Benefits, and we would be glad to assist in any way possible. Hope this is helpful.